Good evening, bowlers. Welcome to the 55th episode of the Step Back. Your host, Leon Tompkins, my main man, Jacob Moses. And, uh, decided to go Saturday afternoon, going back to basics, back to the beginning, because, well, I ended up being busy last night, so <laughs> <laughs> decided to come on today and, you know, hit you with the Jason Williams episode, White Chocolate. Sir. How you feeling, brother? Chocolate. I am feeling good. I mean, it's a street. It's just something crazy. And you hit the music, man. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. All right. <laughs> no, I, I had to do it. I had to handle with the one time. Eight games. This is going, it's getting crazy now. They're playing with heart. They are just not giving up. Just taking advantage of what teams play them and who goes down. And it's going to be a Nick fan right now, man. It's been a long time coming. And if you said you saw this coming, you would damn lie. Just going to. Word. Uh, eight straight. You know, uh, it looks like we went from winter to summer, spring, <laughs> decided to take a, take a seat, stay in a hole with the groundhog. Uh, <laughs> I got my sweater on. But, yeah, man, these Knicks are impressive. Uh, which win has been the most impressive to you? I would have to say when they came back from double digits, I want to say it was the Hornets. And they were down. They were down. They just, they couldn't get anything going. And then something clicked. You know, Julius, you know, Bullock started hitting shots. I mean, when you get everything from your star player and then role players come out of nowhere and actually hit the big shots instead of just effing it up, <laughs> you got to go. I definitely got to go with the Hornets game. I mean, a lot of them, but I'll go with the Hornets because I like just the heart for you to come down because this is the same Nick team like last year. You're down by double digits. Game was over no matter what. And they just they didn't give up. Even Once again, even out for Peyton. He even gave you something. So... You you take that and you run with it. But what Randall, I know at the beginning I said Jeremy Grant, but with the Knicks playing like they are now, I'm sorry, he has to be the front runner. And, you know, you're getting Alex Burst was doing his thing, but now Reggie Bullock's starting to step up. You got Noel playing out of his all world defense. That's what he that's what his whole spiel coming out of college from Kentucky, another Kentucky guy. Shout out to Kenny Payne. Um I wish I saw Kevin Knox more so I can get that MPJ, you know, monkey off my back. Uh, I just, man, everything. Rose is doing his thing. R I can't talk enough about my man RJ. Damn right, Leon. Who was saying they wanted RJ instead of Zion? Me, god darn it. <laughs> yeah, I am going to pet. Gosh, gosh. Rob. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but I'm happy. Yeah, he's actually coming along as a player. As a playmaker, I wish they would do it more. He's hitting big shots. You know, he embraced playing in New York, and you always got to love those kind of players. The same thing as Julius Randle. He has embraced it. He's even said it to Woj that, you know, pretty much saved them coming to the Knicks. Because how I felt about Randle, I had a feeling he can be really good. 
if he stopped the spin cycle, stopped get being you know, kind of stuff. He was a selfish player. You know, he would get in and not looking for his teammates, but he's doing it now. And thanks to Kenny Payne once again, but thanks to Tom Thibodeau. Bulls fans, you are probably sick. You you just want to regurgitate because I told you that he was going to do things for this team. And, oh, he, oh no, he's going to run him into the ground. Listen, if guys are getting mad that if you're locking the gym so your guys can take time off from practicing and they don't want to, you instilled a nice little, you know, toughness about your team and wanted to work harder for you and – like I said, as a Knicks fan, that's that's all I wanted. This this has been tough, you know it. All these bad teams, all these trash Baryani trades, I had to go through all that, getting razzed by you, man. I am happy. I, oh, if you go to the playoffs and get wiped, I don't care if they go to the playoffs and get wiped. They got to the playoffs, you know. They change the, the culture changes, as you as you seen with your boys, you know quite firsthand mm-hmm. what a culture change can do for a team, man. This is the start of it, and I am happy. Yeah, you know, no longer the laughing stock. You're dancing in the streets, as we see here in in that's, videos. That's too much. <laughs> that's too <Yeah>. much. <laughs> I mean, listen, you, you go from, I mean, RJ's hitting threes now. You see that progression. You see, like you getting like comeback wins against the Hornets, against the Hawks. You're not a fourth seed, even if Trey Young goes down. Well, you we'll, know, we'll, we'll we'll give you that one. <laughs> But it, like we say, oh yeah, it, it's a lot to like about this team. It goes from, well yeah, it's a nice story to now a legit four seed contender. Mm-hmm. Even with the Mitch Robinson injuries and the revolving door at point guard, you look at quickly, yes, legit, you know, six man. Uh, he can spot start for you. So and. and you get all the, the naysayers from Chicago days and Rose and Thibodeau. So it, it's a lot, lot to like. Um, it's, the season's already a massive success. <laughs> and yeah. It's, it's beyond, it's went beyond what anybody could have thought. Anybody. And. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, that four or five uh, uh, seed and you're not too far from three. Nope. So you, you kind of like, out of yourself from that one game play in and hey we got, some cute, we got some cuteness on the screen uh, yeah she makes it better right you going outside yeah. all right be careful you're fine can you say go nicks yeah. say go nicks yep there you go right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah it, it, it's like uh, that, that four or five seed who mm-hmm. the, the, the Knicks will seem like locking the playoffs. Who would you want to see uh, your preferred matchup? You, you, anybody. Hawks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> anybody. It doesn't matter. We want the smoke. We want the smoke. No. The Hawks, like I said, the Nets, obviously, we face them in the first round. They'll give us, I think we'll give any team a run for their money besides the Nets because of the power. The, you know, the, they come back healthy, and you know, it's going to be hard for any team to beat them. But I. Really like I yeah I would take the hook honestly I would take the hooks because it seems like it would be a nice little matchup Celtics you know I know it's regular season but still Kemba's getting hot so that would be tough um look at the standings right quick Second. I mean I know there's some nostalgia with the Heat 
you know, going back to oh. that, that you got the, you got the <laughs> shirt on. I got it. The '99 oh. team, yes. <laughs> you and Johnson, Sweetwell, Houston. That's right. You see it, yeah, buddy. Ward, Thomas, Canby, Childs. Yeah, that's it. But um, yeah, I, yeah, of course, of course, the Heat. You know, from the whole morning scuffle, Jeff Van Gundy hanging on ankles, man. I would actually, I wouldn't mind that either. I really wouldn't mind that. Yeah, but, but as far as the Nets are concerned, listen, <laughs> uh, we know where the Nets struggles and and their injury concerns. Mm-hmm. It would be nice for New York. I don't think they would face each other until the second round. So yeah. obviously the Knicks have to win a round. The mm-hmm. Nets have to win a round. It would be it would be good to see. It'll be Ness and five. Just you know, just stop. <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm gonna just you know, pump the brakes right here. Next and seven. <laughs> somebody get somebody getting hurt. <laughs> no, nah, but yeah, that yeah, definitely. I mean, five or six. Let's keep it real. But the Nets are way too overpowered. You know, we still need another guy. Toughness can get you so far, and defense can get you so far. Like I said, if they even push it to a game seven, it makes it even better. But yeah, right now. Looking at the standings, yeah, give me give me the Hawks. I mean, I don't want to face – yeah, I don't want them to bump down because I don't want to see Philly. Or, yeah. you know, I don't want to see the Bucks too early. Well, no, actually, the Bucks, I wouldn't mind. Just clamp up Giannis. Clamp up Giannis, make everybody else beat you. So, they're beatable, as we've seen. But, yeah, right now, give me the Hawks. I'll, I'll stay in the fourth spot. I'll be fine with that. Even the, Cel- the, the Celtics. I went, Like I said, I want it all. You're backtracking. <laughs> what was out there? Go get him. Yeah, like uh, so. Knicks make the playoffs. You you have Thibodeau as your coach of the year. You damn right, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you Scott. I don't care what the best record. Listen, you got the Knicks back to the playoffs since thirteen. Yeah, and they've been looking the laughing stock, the whole KP, Phil Jack. You deserve it. You deserve the coach of the year. You deserve an award. Man, you deserve a damn statue. I'm going like this, getting pissed off at his players outside of the garden because this, this has been horrible. But yeah, he's instilled uh, his his toughness to this team, and players gravitate towards him. And even though you hear bad things about him, it's a lot of good. I mean, obviously, you see the guy every day. He just pushes players hard. I think now it's just a lot of players don't want to push themselves to that limit. And, of course, he's an old-school coach. Old-school coaches, they want you to play hard every possession. They want you to practice hard. They want you to go into that arena with the mindset that you are going to just – you're going to work. And that's the end of the story. But, yeah, it's it's looking good, man. I'm happy. Uh, all the Knicks fans, you know, out there, Henry, Joe, we going crazy. This is, this is nuts. Yeah. I can't, can't believe it. <laughs> I, I definitely think he ends up, like, in the top three. Yeah, um, definitely top five. It, it, it's a good, it's a good crop of uh, uh, candidates this year. You, you got oh, yeah, Doc, for sure. You got Doc Rivers out there, like really sleeping under the radar. Quinn mm-hmm. Snyder uh, out in Utah uh, on a multiple uh, over nine game winning streak this year. Mm-hmm. Um, my man Steve Nash. I, I know he's gonna even with the, all the talent he has and all the injuries uh, he had to overcome. Uh, I think he's done a fantastic job in his first year as head coach. I know I'm a little biased, but I, I think, <laughs> uh, you know, even established coaches might have had an issue with all the star power and the injuries. But, 
you know, Thibodeau is definitely up there. I wouldn't be shocked. And definitely Monty Williams out in yes. Phoenix mm-hmm. has to get some mention, mm-hmm. you know. So it, it's going to be an interesting, interesting race. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. It's it's fun. This year has been fun, man. It, yeah. We all say and we all know if the Knicks are good, the NBA is good. You know, LeBron even said it. We don't want to hear your mouth because you had a chance to change it around. Your ass went. <laughs> I don't want to hear you. Shut up. <laughs> I mean, you, you had your shot. You know, so who you? No, shut up. I want to hear you. But no, when the basketball is just the league is great. When the Knicks are even better because the atmosphere is there, the fans. But yeah. this year in general has been just it's been wacky. A lot of parody, man. You you didn't see a lot of this coming. Like you look at the standings right now. You know, of course the Nets. We knew they were going to be there. Of course the Knicks. I mean, no, excuse me. Of course the Bucks. The Hawks, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Hornets. And you flip over to the West, who would have thought? Utah and Phoenix. I mean, you knew they were going to be in there. You even think, okay, they're middle of the pack teams. But top divisions playing like they're playing, nah. nah. It, this is good for the league, though. This is really good for the league. Uh, uh, I, I totally agree. You know, and, and you mentioned the Knicks being good. The league is good. And we saw that comeback win against the Pelicans. I mean, listen, Zion had his years, uh, I mean, his uh, time in New York for a bit, played mm-hmm. Brooklyn, played New York. And he mentioned, you know, how he loves playing in New York and playing at MSG. Mm-hmm. Now, we went through the same nonsense with LeBron, waited mm-hmm. three years for him mm-hmm. to make his decision. You <laughs> did the same thing with Kyrie and KD for them to mm-hmm. go across town. Mm-hmm. Do you think the media is going to eat up Zion and, and follow this uh, go against the the the, the, the time frame and uh, oh, absolutely wait Knicks wait three years four years for Zion to make his decision absolutely the they they're gonna do it they're gonna play the hell out of it you know obviously his boy his roommate RJ is here already oh have you been talking to RJ how it's like actually playing here oh blah blah all these questions me personally I didn't believe in the whole KD Kyrie thing. I was like, if they come, they come, you know, but nobody's going to come here if you don't win your fair amount of games. It's just not going to happen. I never got up to the whole LeBron hype. And I even said, I, I, Mari Sotomayor, when he came there, I wanted David Lee back. Honestly, I, I didn't want it. I didn't want nothing to do with Amari because his knees, yes, he did bring us back, but I always liked David Lee. He was a 20 and 10 guy. You know, you could have built around that, you know, with the whole Gallinari. We were doing really good. With the Mellow Trade. I didn't want the Mellow Trade. Love Mellow to death, but I didn't want it. I told him to take his ass to Brooklyn if you were going to play that game. I, you did. Because when you, because when you actually do that, you break the damn – you break the team down, then you got to start over, and it screwed us in the long run. Yeah, we had two years to play up, but it screwed us in the long run because picks turned into freaking, you know, Jamal Murray and this player and that player. So you look back and go, damn, why'd you do that? But at this point, build it. Build it, build it. If Zion want to come in three years, absolutely. Don't make any dumb trades. I, you know, there's been reports out there. You know, guys have been saying, oh yeah, there will be a big free agent to come to New York. When you come here, free agency, no trades. You come, you come to join it and win a championship. Not breaking down the team and then you'll be the only guy sitting there with snot in your hand trying to get the team back on board. But I like it right now. I wouldn't change anything. But yeah, the media is going to eat it up until whenever his free agency is. 
Yeah, I actually did think LeBron was going to come here uh, for a bit, but the management and ownership was kind of like in shambles mm-hmm. um, at that time. So I, I guess it didn't play out. I like where the Knicks are at this point. You know, they have their draft picks. They didn't do anything crazy. And uh, I also like where the uh, where they are as far as their their core is set. Mm-hmm. Where where they where they are, I, I think they have to make a decision on Randall. If mm-hmm. they if they decide to go Randall RJ and then you know just uh, build from there, they can add a, a third free agent mm-hmm. and maybe trade top in or something for that other I, star. I don't mm-hmm. that's where they kind of have to decide that's the conundrum. <laughs> where they want to go. Yeah. I, where they go this year. And I you know I me, mean? I was happy as hell for Obi, you know, the whole coming home thing. But I think Halliburton would have been a better move because of us needing a point guard because now we're still, you know, Derrick Rose is gonna get you so far, but he's not a starter. Mm-hmm. He's not, you know, that guy that's gonna be in there for twenty five excuse me, 30 plus minutes. So yeah, if you have to, and you got to keep Randall. I am sorry. I am, you have to max Randall out there. There's no, this year, these are the kind of years that you say, okay. And this is when the Knicks get it wrong. This is when they usually let the guys go right after they do it. No, this is when you got to max them out, you know, get him in RJ. That's your base. Maybe Mitch, Mitchell Robinson, let that be your base and figure out everything else. Peyton, you got to go. Frank, <laughs> Maybe he could be a rotational piece. Knox, you got to go. If you're not going to use him, let him go. Burks, I would want back. Noel, I damn sure want back. And they got to figure out from there. But we need we need another guy. One more guy to put it together. It's just like with the net. They knew they were going to be good. But you know once you got hard and it was okay. Yeah. I so gay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's where we are going to go next. James Harden, <laughs> you know, Suffered a setback, might not see him into the playoffs. Uh, yeah, I know those those hamstrings are, are tricky, mm-hmm. and it also raises the question. You know, he has he's been durable for his entire career, mm-hmm. but did him coming in out of shape and then playing those heavy minutes kind of lead to where we are now? It it definitely could have. I mean. Obviously, as you know, when you're not in shape and you try to do certain things, and especially playing at a high level, it really – and plus how he was playing, man. He was playing MVP. He's putting up MVP-type numbers, and he was he was on the floor. He was the one always consistent on the floor when Kyrie was out, KD was out. He was maybe the his step back – you know, no pun intended. Maybe his step back hurt him, man, you know, doing that move. And, you know, he does it with force. It's not like yeah. he's, you know – no, but that really could have, it could have taken a toll. And, you know, he's, what, 30 now? Yeah. He's like 31. Yeah, it's, it's, man, it'll catch up to you. But hopefully, you know, they all can get healthy. And like I said, I always want to see teams at their best because then you don't have that what if. You know, oh, what if Harden wasn't hurt? What if KD came back healthy? But we might be looking towards that. But lucky for you, as a Net fan, you got – the D word. No, you dirty minded people. I'm talking about death. Uh, um, but they, they have that, you know, Tyler John, Tyler Yeehaw Johnson, 
Um, you know, I like that kid, Alizé Johnsons, uh -huh. another Johnson. There are a lot of Johnsons. Uh, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> um, you have him. Well, so my guy, Nicholas Claston, love that kid. Mm -hmm. uh, Trigger Joe Harris, you know. Yeah, yeah he, the teams are, like, really focusing on Joe now, and uh -huh. he's he turning into that at fourth option. Mm -hmm. And him, him and, him and Shamit, uh, KD described as, you know, the, the next version of the Splash Brothers was, you know, uh, all right, uh, you're going uh, a little crazy, but uh, I, I, could, I could see where he's going. Those guys are yeah. kind of automatic, but, mm -hmm. I mean – Considering the star power on the floor, mm -hmm. you can't. You got to account for every. You can't account for everybody. Nah, not at all. And I said about Shamit. I we we talked about this earlier episode. Like, what is going on with him? If he can get it going, man, that just adds another element of shooting that you guys have and bombs away. What are y'all still averaging? What hundred and what? Uh, I know you. I like oh, like 110, 115 yeah, points a game. I mean, so they're they're gonna score. It, 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 Scoring is definitely not the issue. Mm -hmm. uh, defense has always been their, their uh, bugaboo, but they have improved uh, oh, yeah. significantly throughout the course of the year. And mm -hmm. last night against Boston, Kyrie had, what, two blocks, four steals. Mm -hmm. Shot horribly, but, you know, uh, and we, we turned out to be right uh, last week about the rumors of Kyrie converting to Islam and uh, practice practicing uh, uh, Ramadan, celebrating Ramadan. So mm -hmm. he addressed it uh, earlier uh, yesterday in the, with the media. And, you know, credit to him. He's always been, you know, uh, savvy and, and, and well thought out in his, in his thoughts. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, Brook Brooklyn is you know, forced to be reckoned with now in first place. KD hopefully will be back on Sunday. They face the Suns. Mm -hmm. so That's a it, good one. Yeah. It, it does kind of concern me a bit of them not having that chemistry mm -hmm. um, so late. But I, like I said before, I, I think these guys are veterans. So I think mm -hmm. they'll, they'll figure it out. And it, it's not so much a worry to me. Uh, I just want them to stay on the floor and not have you know, heavy minutes um, <clears throat> going in. But <laughs> uh, shout out to James and Corey in our comment section. Uh, congrats to you guys. Uh, Corey over at Wrestling Life, he has his own podcast, yes. a work shoot mm -hmm. wrestling podcast on Thursday nights over in Wrestling Life, uh, celebrating AEW and uh, Raw and, and SmackDown. And they, they've been, yeah, they've been, <laughs> have been an absolute disaster. But those guys do an excellent job. You can catch them Thursday nights. And James, uh, huge Nick fan, big RJ fan. He's been mm -hmm. uh, insistent on not trading those picks, mm -hmm. building through the draft, building through uh, proper free agency, and uh, celebrate those wins, brother. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that the secret weapon for Brooklyn is your man, corner store, Spencer Dinwiddie. That man is on the, that man is coming back. That's the next Knicks point guard. Yeah. <laughs> playing with I, I don't know about that, though. I can't. He's sucking too much shit, man. I don't know. I don't know if I want him. <laughs> Steve, Steve, you know, Gutman, uh, he came on the show with us. You know, he, he's the big Spencer guy. He was talking about it last night. And I said, F him. 
You're talking all that nonsense, man. You talking that smoke? I might not want you. But hey, that though actually that would be funny though when you read all the shit he's taught and you wind up on the Knicks. That would that would kind of be funny because the Nets don't need you. <laughs> let's be real. Let's be honest. They they don't need them. They they got a lot of point guards, guys that can play the point and take it down the floor. Harden already got that locked down. Or Kyrie's gonna be the primary ball handler. And yeah, he's not needed. But when is he coming back though? He's not is he eligible well, he, for the playoffs? He, he is, but he's uh uh they don't have a timetable for him. But if you mm-hmm. you follow his Instagram, you follow his uh social media, he's been working out, he's mm-hmm. now on the court shooting. Mm-hmm. So you know, but the Nets have been playing it kind of, you know, close to the vest saying, you know, if he comes back, we're looking for his long-term health. But I, I think he's much closer mm-hmm. to returning and maybe like the first or second round than he would be sitting out for the year. So he's just an, uh, a secret weapon that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that uh, can come off the bench, obviously. And, you know, he's starting point guard potential. So I, I, I think he's coming real close to a return that uh, would definitely be a luxury for this team. Mm-hmm. And I, I like what I've been seeing out of Jeff Green, you know, throwing back the clock. <laughs> My man throwing down dunks and Blake Griffin just playing absolutely out of his mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was it, man. I just, it sucks that Aldridge, you know, retired beforehand because he had a chance to get his chip, man. And do I want to see it? My Knicks side, hell no, I don't want to see a champion. <laughs> uh, I don't want to see a parade down Flatbush. I mean, but I've seen enough rivals. Well, technically, I mean, I've seen enough rivals win championships where I could see this one happening. And that'd be crazy for you, man. Look at you. Yeah, two and two and three years. So you know, I get them all in bunches. Uh, <laughs> I say, I, it's not to say you can see one during your lifetime, and you know, hang the banners. You see the Nationals. Uh, yeah, anyway. A uh, trophy up back here. Anyway. So <laughs> it, it, it's always good to, to look out for. And, you know, I know I get some ribbon in the group and, and personally as far as, you know, bad teams, we've been through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but to see the other side of that mountain, sitting on the mountaintop, mm-hmm. it, it's nice. Uh, I, I hope it happens. It's Nothing's guaranteed. So hey, we'll, we'll see what happens, man. That's Absolutely. how this stuff plays out. Absolutely. You got, like I said, you got a three-year window. Yeah, yeah. three-year window. That's more than enough time to see what y'all can do. I, I think y'all win one, one out of three. I mean, and hopefully we'll have the other player be, and we can, you know, get up there ourselves because we need another Nick appearance in the finals that actually, <laughs> you know, win something. Yeah. I've seen, I've seen them all. I've seen them get close. You know. Thank you, Akeem. In '94, thank, thank you, Tim, Tim Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, that started. We can just we can say if, if this means anything, we started the Spurs dynasty. Should thank us. <laughs> You're welcome, San Antonio. Yeah, they they definitely gonna send you a thank you card. <laughs> Somebody. Uh, speaking of championship pedigree, the Toronto Tampa Raptors. Um, Finally starting to get healthy. Winners are four straight. Right now facing the Knicks. Uh, score update. I, I have the Knicks up four late second quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the, the Raptors are, are finally healthy. Uh, Lowry, Van Fleet, OG, and Pascal. Uh, 
game out of that 10th spot for the play-in tournament. You know, do, do, do you see the Raptors making some noise and, and possibly stealing an eighth spot and, and you know, uh, having proven all the naysayers wrong? They went on a 2-17 and 17 mm-hmm. stretch, lost mm-hmm. 15 straight, looked god-awful. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, do you give Toronto a chance in, in here? I Pacers, Wizards, Bulls, they all got a chance. They're all right there in striking distance. And that team goes with Siakam. I think if Siakam to turn it up a notch, they would be real they would be in good shape. But, you know, the Hornets, if LaMelo, you know, he finds his way back on the court, that might give him that little spark because they've been slipping and sliding a little bit. Pacers you can't ever forget about. But Sabonis is out, so I don't know how long he's out for. Actually, yeah, yeah Miles Turner is out too. Oh yeah, that they're gonna they in deep doo doo. But you know, Karis Levert is trying to do his thing. You know, I'm glad to see him out. That's the most important thing. I, I love to see him out there. Yeah. Um, the Bulls, they got Bulls. the talent. They got they got they got the talent out with Levine going out. I don't know because he's out for what two weeks. Yeah, he got, he got uh, nicked with the health and safety protocol, so, so he's out ten to fourteen days. Bulls. Yeah, might, I, don't, I don't see the Bulls uh, uh, making that one. I don't know, man, but the Raptors can do it. You know, you got the Wizards. Shout out to Russell, Statpatter, Westbrook. Um, eight triple-doubles, you know, to pass Oscar. And, you know. I think it's I seven. Mean, is it, oh, yeah, is it seven now? Uh, oh, no, I no, yeah, seven. Yeah, seven. Seven. They won eight he, in a row. Yep. Yeah, so he needs eight to pass. Yeah, and. You know, once again, you Oscar Robinson is kind of held up there to a higher regard, so you, maybe he was a stat pattern too. I, I don't know, uh, but anyway, shout out to Russell Westbrook. Um, but yeah, that dude, yeah, he's making a, and that was my team right there. I really, they had the talent, they got everything to at least make the playoffs. So if they don't make the playoffs, I would be shocked. Safford Denny going down. You know, I wanted to see him do his thing, but hey, you still got Russ, Beal, Rui got to get healthy. You know, Gunnar Bertans. Uh, Latvian Laser. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> I like that name. Uh, it sucks, Thomas Bryant, because Thomas Bryant would have been so good this year. I think I thought he was gonna take that extra step, that extra leap. I think he will next mm-hmm. year. But Washington can take it. There's so many ways you can go at the, you know, AFC. Doesn't matter. I mean, you get yeah. it. You get knocked the hell out anyway. But I, I can see uh, them. I can see the Raptors though. Like I said, Siakam not to step it up though. He can't. He's been playing. I don't know what happened to his game, but he. You can tell he's a different player this year. Yeah, it seems like his confidence has mm-hmm. been lost. Uh, his shot kind of suffered last year. Yes. It it carried over into this year. Mm-hmm. Then all the injuries. Toronto's getting hot at the right time. They're more than capable of winning one game. We never have to win two games. Uh, championship pedigree, you can't count against it. Mm-hmm. And you, we mentioned Westbrook before. We've been huge Westbrook supporters. I, like, I thought he was injured in the early part of the year. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I'm going to, you know, do the old RVD. Pat <laughs> myself on the back. <laughs> leading, the, uh, leading the charge to a playoff spot. I think I had them and the Hawks in that play-in game. Mm-hmm. Hawks could fall back with Trey Young and Capella out. I don't see – I doubt it. But uh, the Wizards, winners of uh, eight straight, 
Westbrook, we mentioned Randall as most improved player. Some can call him, you know, he got an MVP chance. Mm-hmm. You think Westbrook has a legit chance at an MVP? I want to say in my heart, yes, but I know it will be no. He should. But I mean, look how he's playing. He's playing the same way he's playing with Oklahoma City. I mean, just the same rush that we've seen. He's just, like you said, I thought I think he was hurt as well. But he he would have to get votes, man. You, you gotta you can't shut him out of him. The dude has been playing out of his mind. And for this young team, trying basically putting him on his back, him and Bill doing a thing. But you know the team goes as Russ goes. It's not it's not Bill. It's Russ. And he got to get some votes. So hopefully they don't shaft him out of him. I I would think he's up there. Why not? Leads the league in clutch field goal percentage. Clutch. Uh, uh, you know, and if, if Curry had this talk for MVP as well for a ninth place team, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would consider Westbrook along the same lines for a 10th place team, considering where they were in, in the beginning of the season. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's definitely worth uh, considering. Oh, for sure, man. They, I, yeah, I would be shocked to see him not get any kind of voting or some kind of being at discussion. He has to be. Yeah, definitely an all-time great. Uh, Also something funny earlier in the week. So KD had an interview, uh, spoke about his greatest teammates he ever played with. Mm-hmm. Left out Westbrook has said Ibaka <laughs> said my man was, he said I was tripping my, my bad <laughs> yeah he knew better <laughs> like, like come on guy I mean I was about to say I was about to say wait a minute because I didn't hear that story I was about to say, oh, KD come on you being a bitch now Let, let's be real Let, let's not shit on Russ now because a lot of people do it I don't know why and I just I gotta go back on this whole stat pad and things <laughs> I I can't stand that. I really can't stand that just those two words. Like what the the fuck is stat padding? Like so MJ was a stat padder? Yeah, I mean last time he was a thirty, five, seven. Like what how do you how do you stat pad? Either you're good or you're not. <laughs> that's just, just that's how the league that's there's no gray area. Either you're good or you're I, not. I, I mean that I, that's that's all sports though. You look I, at like I, I would say it's harder to do it. In basketball, because there has to be something to quantify. Uh, uh, it has to happen. You can't. It has to be effort in basketball in order mm-hmm. to do it. So you know, if you stat, if you call stat padding for a thirty, uh, a 10, 15 win team, so I guess somebody has to account for the stats. That's I guess, but I just don't. Just like when they say, and then I know you, you can't stand this guy, but I'm gonna bring him up. Aaron Rodgers. And everybody's like, oh, he's overrated. He's that. He's that. Maybe he just makes things look really easy. <laughs> Maybe he's just good. I mean, yeah, they's like, you know, I heard an argument the other day of, well, he doesn't take risk and blah, blah, blah. Uh, smart quarterbacks do that. They know when to take risk and when not to take. That's why his turn his touchdown to end ratio is always good. Mm-hmm. That damn good, but same thing with Rush. It's because, yes, he's not the greatest shooter, but would I want him as the point guard on my team? Absolutely. You get the right players around him, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's not like we're dealing with like the uh, Matt Stafford stat padding uh, uh, <laughs> comparison, or you know, Blake Bortles threw for what 
And yep. John Kenneth, they, they threw for 5,000 yards. You can consider that stat padding because obviously <laughs> he's a losing team. Somebody had to throw for yards. Mm-hmm. So football, you can make a case for stat padding. Baseball, you know, you can have, you know, meaningless RBIs, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't even consider that a stat padding because someone has to account for the, for, for the stati- uh, statistics. So mm-hmm. it, it – I can, the Westbrook kind of gets under my skin a bit because it, it's it's a pick and choose. It's a narrative. Mm-hmm. It's not like Bob Sura, you know, grabbing his own rebound. Watch your mouth about my man Bobby Sura. <laughs> don't, 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 don't go there. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny, though. But, um, but yeah, I'm the same way. Like, it's like Westbrook, just how he plays. Like, how can you not like his style of play? He plays hard. He plays with emotion. You know me, I like emotion. When you show that emotion, you put some kind of style in your game it makes it just so much, the game so much fun to even watch. You know, you got the Juan Soto with his shuffle. You know, Peter Alonzo, he always showing emotion. You know, then Bryce Harper, he waving. Hey, I like stuff like that. It's fun. You got to make the game fun. And Russell Westbrook, he makes the game fun. He yelling. He always talking. And him always jabbing at somebody. You, you always love that. You talk crap to him, he's like, yeah, okay. And he's like, all right, I'm still that dude. That's, yeah. How can you not appreciate him? But like I said, when you get up there with Oscar Robinson, Oscar Robinson was a great. So what, you can't disparage what Russ is doing right now, whether you like it or not. And that's why I say sometimes a little bit, you know, the whole analytics kind of skirt things the completely wrong way. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee if you really look at a lot of these guys, you're just like, oh, well, what, what's the point of that? And the numbers would show. But his numbers show. That's what the game is about. It's all about numbers. And he, he puts them up. And that's the name of the game. Yeah, and and uh, uh, apparently, I I guess I misspoke. There's definitely f- stat padding in football. It's obviously during garbage time and, and and blowouts. So thank you, Corey Richmond, Matt Bushnell. Matter of fact, speaking of football, Matt Bushnell has his own podcast. Yeah. It's outstanding with uh, Randy Hammond. You're going over the draft. I'm at mock draft is coming up. Uh, draft coming up this Thursday. <clears throat> I have a mock draft <laughs> on their show coming up this Tuesday. Uh, we want those guys breaking down tape, uh, breaking down stats. They're the king of stat padding. Talking yep. about uh, award winning. I, I like to know what stats they're uh, throwing out there. But <laughs> but no, those, those guys are amazing. They have their own show. You can catch them Tuesday nights over in Football Life. Mm-hmm. Presents the Audible. Absolutely. And no, I won't watch my mouth by MJ. Motherfucker tor- tormenting me my whole life, all right? I, you damn, no. Matt, I will not, love you like, but I will not stop telling MJ to kiss my ass, right? <laughs> I'll, if I tell, if I could tell him to his face, I damn sure would. He wouldn't care, but I'll tell him anyway. Um, but yeah, definitely check those guys out. And yeah, like I said, stat pattern, the will of win. MJ had that will of win, like Matt Bushnell tribute to, he had the will to win, and all great players do. All great players do, and they always find a way. Yeah. Uh, you know, and we mentioned the Hornets before. Lamelo Ball, uh, surprisingly, may return next week. Give mm-hmm. the Hornets team a boost. You, you think he saw Anthony Edwards coming up for that uh, rookie of the year? Ladder and say, no, 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 I gotta come back. He was like, "Oh hell no!" He's like, "Nah, man, tape this up, man. I got, I got to keep, I got to get my title. I got to keep my dad happy." 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he saw that. He saw Ant creeping up about to take that. But um I think I think he is rookie either way. You know, Edwards came on strong. But LaMelo, he yeah, I think he still gets it. But Edwards is he was he's close, man. This this race is gonna be real close at the end. But yeah, LaMelo and plus he he was freaking doing his thing on the team. It sucks being a young kid and that team being so playing so well at the time of his injury, you're just like, damn, that really just happened. And, and you talk about injuries. We've seen all these guys go down and you just, you knew it was coming at some point and it was just scattered throughout the end. And now it's coming in like a little cluster. Yeah. Like COVID cluster. <laughs> yeah. This is rough and more, uh, more, more, more. These injuries are, are, are a bit fluky. You know, mm-hmm. falling on wrist, trip, uh, tripping on ankles. LeBron was kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But, you know, oh, Miles – oh, oh, right, KP. That's like, that's like an every week occurrence. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, you know, but the Hornets have been putting up a highlight reel themselves. The announcers, you know, how do you do? It, Miles Bridges seems like he's on every other night. Is he the best in-game dunker since Vince Carter? Ooh. Oh man, this man, put me on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's up there. He's definitely up there. Uh he does give you some high and that's what that was his feel coming out of college though. He was just a high flyer. But when he dunks though, you know me, when you're gonna dunk it, dunk it hard. And when you do it on somebody, it's just man. Damn. He he's definitely up there. I man, you got me thinking. Because, I mean, I think we've shown about, uh, off the top of my head, probably about six miles bridges dunks in yeah. the group. And it seems like each one is, is better than the other. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely, I mean, you got guys up there. You got ooh, Larry Nance Jr. He's pretty good when he, when he gets there. Um, ben Simmons. Ben Simmons, he, can, he gets there. He can't shoot. Yeah, he can't shoot for shit, but that dude can't put it down. But I'll, I'll, I'll give it to Miles Bridges. I, I mean, either him or Pat Connaughton. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Pat Connaughton can't get up there. I'll give him that. But uh, it could be Dennis Smith if you actually – he's another good one. He if he, he can catch a body when he wants yeah. to. Yeah, he's yeah, being a game, though. Yeah, that shit doesn't happen too much. But, yeah, I can give it to Miles Bridges right now because when he dunks, he dunks with violence. I yeah. mean, with fury, and yeah, vengeance, furious anger. <laughs> that that Hornets team, the entire uh, uh, fun. team, just seems <laughs> to just throw down on people. You, mm-hmm. uh, Cody Martin has a couple. Mm-hmm. Terry Rozier has been uh, throwing them up. You know, I think Lamelo Ball has a putback one himself. So mm-hmm. that young team is fun to watch. I hope they don't slip out. Uh, a mellow ball returning should definitely help. I know Gordon, I don't know, know the timetable of Gordon Hayward, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that that bus city is definitely definitely up there, man. Oh, for sure. I can't forget about Jalen Brown either because he did ram it on Giannis, though. Let's not forget about him. He, I think Giannis still have nightmares about Jalen Brown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jalen Brown definitely. PG, don't, don't forget about PG. Yeah, uh, yeah, that. <laughs> It's the braids, man. It's, it's I, the braids. I, I, well, by, by the way, once again, I just got to bring it up. 
Frank Nilkeen about to have the, the best second half of all time in these 12 games. It's Frankie Braids now. It's over. It's the Braid game. <laughs> uh, I, I like, but I like where Paul George is, though. I think he's in yeah. a much better place in, in his mental state. Mm-hmm. You know, I wish he wouldn't stop crying so much at the refs, but I, I think <laughs> he, he finally got to the point where he's not caring about what other people say. Mm-hmm. and just going out playing this game. And once he is, he's one of the best two-way players in the game. And the Clippers, I had the Nets and the Clippers as my finals matchup. It's looking more and more like that right now mm-hmm. as the Clippers are, are red hot, uh, even with Kawhi out uh, for a week with his foot. So, you know, shout out to Paul George, man. Got to give credit where it's due. We've been calling him Pandemic P, uh, uh, Backboard P, He's way off, P. Way off, yeah. It, it's you've been taking a lot of heat, but you got to give credit where it's due, and, and he's mm-hmm. been on a tear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, man. Paul George, this is, and we talked about it before. This is the Paul George we wanted to see. You know, stop the whining, stop the crying, be the three, the two-way player. We know you are. You, come on, man. You're on a team where you have a legit shot to win a championship, and you're basically throwing it away by your play. You can't have that. That's, yeah. Come on. And, and speaking of guys on a tear, Steph Curry uh, showing his greatness again. Mm. He, he, we knew he was great already. Like he went to another level, decided, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go out and shoot 10, 11 threes a game and just <laughs> drop 45 on you, triple teamed. Um, they're currently sitting in a nice spot. Do, do you, where do you put Curry in this MVP conversation? Yoke it and be hmm. Randall. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's uh, I gotta put Steph much as I like Lillard. I gotta put Steph in top I'll say in the top three. If he's there, Westbrook is there. So I would say Joker and Bead. Or you can flip him around. I'm still debating on that one. Um, Joker and Bead, Curry. No, not Luca. Um, Curry. I'll say Westbrook. And I can't think of maybe maybe Luca round up to five or something like that. But yeah, but Dan Show sure ain't he ain't winning MVP this year. I remember some people talking about oh MVP for Luca. Nah, B. But but. Yeah, you I'll say he, he got to be top five. You know who you've forgotten there? Chris Paul. Oh, point guard. Point guard. I can't. Uh, yeah, man. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. You definitely got to put him up there. So. Past Magic this weekend all time. Yeah. Uh, assists. So Embiid, but Embiid, Joker, they're going to be one and two. I'll be surprised if anybody else, like, eclipse mm-hmm. them. But Curry, Paul, yeah. Westbrook. Yeah, round it out like that. So you know the guys that mean the most to their teams, yeah, yeah, that's that's fair. Curry and and Draymond Green really leading this Warriors charge to uh, for that playing tournament, and much like we talked about the Raptors, mm-hmm. the Warriors have the same playoff tournament, uh, playoff championship pedigree mm-hmm. that you really don't want to see in a one game playoff. Oh no. Uh, what do you like the Warriors' chances if they ever make it to the tournament? I like them a lot if Curry's healthy. 
I mean, because you you know he gonna he gonna shoot it. And they're like a wild. They have so many wild cards on that team, though. You know, well, it su- sucks that Wiseman's gone. So that, that's gonna hurt him because he really was doing well. Mm-hmm. Say if Ubre gets hot. I mean, talk about playing game. Ubre gets hot. You're in trouble because he's he's really inconsistent. But when he gets hot, he gets hot. Wiggins is another one. He starts hitting threes, and you're in trouble. And then you got Curry, and then Dre is basically doing just not even scoring. He doesn't have to score to make that impact. And go down to Curry. When he gets hot, he gets hot. He's dropping 45 on you. So you got 45 points right there. And then who's gonna make it up? So it's one. Yeah, that's one team I wouldn't want to. It just sucks. It sucks, sucks, sucks that Clay is not there. Because if Clay was there when they're in this position, I would say, listen. <laughs> if Clay were there and they were in this position, that's a whole other discussion. But that's what I'm. I mean, but right now, yeah, they 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 can easily take you out in the game. It's one game, so they can. Yeah, and I and I think they have to win two in order mm-hmm. to to get the eighth spot. So mm-hmm. I think for right now. The Spurs, mm-hmm. and then they would have to play the winner of like the Grizzlies, uh, Blazers, uh, matchup. And because the Dallas Mavericks have moved into sixth place, mm-hmm. yep. Oh, let me go back to Curry though. Mm-hmm. From March 29th to April 19th, I was looking for this one. He's averaged 40 points, seven threes, and four assists in the game, and 78 total threes in that stretch. And now when I say all daddy taught was jumpers, you know that shit is true. Because <laughs> Dell did a great job with those damn kids. <laughs> but You better get down to the shirt. I know, right? Damn, that's a good idea. Hmm. I might, might have to message Steph. That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good idea. I like that. All right. Put that down. But yeah, that definitely that would be real interesting. Yeah, I, I, I like Curry. I don't know about an MVP. Much like Corey Richmond points out in the comment section, it's hard to put an MVP for a mm-hmm. team that doesn't make the playoffs. Yeah. And the way that the Joker's been playing and the only one who hasn't missed time, mm-hmm. it's hard for me not to see Joker get that uh, uh, MVP trophy. That's my pick. But, yeah, I mean, you can definitely put Curry in that conversation if you want to talk about the meaning of the MVP because, yeah, much like Curry and Westbrook, they wouldn't be where they are. You put Randall in that conversation uh, as the true meaning of uh, MVP. But uh, uh, Felipe, Shit. Uh, host of Total Bases Podcast over in Baseball Life, catch your fantasy baseball needs there as the season gets underway to Grom. Last night with a Thanks, Jake. 15K performance, complete game performance. Uh, we're going to talk about that Sunday morning at 11 a.m. over in Baseball Life. Catch them uh, as well as the recap in week number. Uh, I think we're our fantasy league. We're in period eight. But I think it's like week four uh, mm-hmm. in the league. So you catch your fantasy baseball needs there. But, yeah, he, he mentions Bam Adebayo of the uh, Miami Heat. Hit a game winner last week against uh, <laughs> Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Uh, ultimate defensive force we saw last year with a block against Tatum. And there's a stat for him that shows in crunch time, he shuts down 
the opposing team star, uh, Giannis, Beal, Kyrie, Westbrook. He is a legit defensive force. His yeah. offensive game has taken strides. Yes. Uh, of old, <laughs> Jimmy Butler does not want him pulling up mid-range shots, <laughs> which I, I, I tend to agree, you know, mm-hmm. that not to make that a uh, end-all, be-all move, but Bam Adebayo, I, I don't see for MVP. I see for defensive player of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can put him in that discussion. Where, where do you put the Miami Heat? Uh, they're sitting in the sixth spot right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, think they'll fall I, back. No, I think they will stay there. They they just I can't even say they get hot and cold. Oh yeah, they've just been blah. You know, obviously maybe it's the hangover from the finals last year. Tyler Hero's not playing, you know, incredibly well. That's not what's popping. Um, Duncan Robinson, I don't know what happened. All right, all right. Like, but um, Duncan Robinson, he's been okay. He has some moments, and they're not playing. I don't know. They're not playing incredibly well. I mean, Preston, yeah, Preston's a chua. You know, he's a decent rookie. He's doing okay, but they just they don't have that same swagger that they had. You know, coming into the season, coming out the finals. Maybe, you know, that late the the short off season really hurt them. Jimmy Butler, you know, he's still putting in the work, but. And Bam is doing this thing. I, I can see them staying at six, maybe dropping a seventh. That's about it, though. Yeah, the, the idea and, and Oladipo figures he's hurt again. Oh, I so I forgot about him. Is he is hurt? He, yeah, he's hurt. Oh, okay. See, out of sight, out of mind. I damn sure was because I I forgot he was even on that damn team. And then there was much talk about the uh, hero and his you know his relationship. If you follow IG, he's <laughs> you know, it's a relationship with his IG model, Kuzma's old girl, and mm-hmm. you know, if you see the pictures, you'll know why. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, the hero concern he's becoming too much of a celebrity and not putting the work in on his game. He was men- uh, mentioned in Harden rumors, Miami declined to trade him. Uh, you-, you think Hero would get his head straight and? come back in the form like we saw in the playoffs last year or is had the celebrity gone to his head? I think the celebrity has gone to his head, but I think he'll get it together. You know, he's young, you know, guys, you see guys do that, you know, they get a taste of the limelight and, you know, you know, Jack Harlow, you know, young, one of these young cats out here with his song, made a song about Tyler. So, you know, it kind of got to his head. Plus take, you know, Kuzma's girl. I mean, it's kind of hard not to, yeah. Not pay attention, but you gotta you wanna play off race kid, you gotta get it together. I think he'll get it back together though. I mean especially you better get it back together because they could have traded harder for your ass and yeah. they thought better. I mean they thought better of it and didn't. So yeah, he gotta get it together. But like I said <laughs> I... Yeah, and I mean focus on a game or focus on where that is, so yeah, yeah, I, I, you know. <laughs> It's <laughs> <laughs> taking lessons from Lou Will, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Hero and Duncan Robinson have, have been underwhelming for Miami, but keeping afloat with Dragic and, and Kendrick Nunn, mm-hmm. uh, Dwayne Dedman, who they picked up off of waivers, 
has done a pretty decent job there. And again, championship pedigree with Spolstra. Yeah, that four through seven spot separated by game two games. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's important for Miami to keep uh, keep pace, not following that playing tournament, because otherwise they'll be uh, regretting not making that Harden move, as James points out in our comments. Uh, Dallas moving to the sixth spot. Uh, Luka, KP, that relationship a little, little funky. Uh, KP himself said he misses New York now. New York does not miss you. <laughs> Damn sure don't, Charmin. Stay your ass away. No, thank you. Uh, he's uh, notoriously hurt. Cuban made the uh, comment saying, well, that Luke and KP relationship off the court really isn't that great. And kind of, I guess, made the, the uh, correlation to the relationship on the court despite their uh, playoff seating. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if Dallas now has like that buyer's remorse at giving him that max deal and you know, pairing them up thinking it would be the greatest thing since like sliced bread and all the trade rumors. And mm-hmm. I, I just wonder where Dallas psyche is coming into this playoff, uh, uh, to these playoffs. You know, they have, they have a lot of question marks. So where do you see Dallas coming? <laughs> Everybody, oh, KP, I mean, Granted, if you were a Knicks fan, obviously you would, you you were pissed about the deal. I mean, yeah, absolutely. At first, I'll go back to it. I was at work. I thought everyone was just joking. I really thought they were joking. Honestly, you, oh, your KP got traded? No. For what? Anybody said, Jacob, did you see KP got traded? I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, I get on finally. Dennis Smith Jr., first round pick. That's it. Man, it hurt a little bit, but after you see his antics and getting washed up in his, you know, former town, his his hometown, in the outside the club, makes you think maybe the Knicks actually did, you know, dodge a bullet. And the one thing I will say about Phil Jackson, maybe he really could have got Booker in the first for KP. We'll never know. But right now, Dallas is just it's Luca. It's Luca and himself. That's it. I mean, Tim Hardaway Jr., yeah, I know another one I know about all too well. He's inconsistent. You know, he'll drop 25 one game and 10 the next. And Jalen Brunson, he's really good. You have him. So they, I can see them getting – they'll keep their playoff spot. I don't know, six, six to eight they'll be. I can see them still being in the playoffs, even this Luka alone. You know, he mm-hmm. does so much for that team. And can't forget about what's his name, uh, Josh Richardson. He's a really good player. They have good players. It's not guys that will put you over the top. It's just good enough to get you where you need to go play out, which is the playoffs. But other than that, they got to rely heavily on Luka because KP, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. I mean, you're going to get your 20 and 10 maybe, but for how long? How many games in the series will he last before he finally, you know, crumbles like a cookie? Yeah, like Luca, in a one-game situation, he can win a game by himself, as as his resume shows. 
but you have Luka versus Curry. Who are you taking in that matchup? You know, uh, you, or you get, you know, John Morant versus Luka. Who you who you taking? It's Luka does obviously doesn't have the supporting cast the rest of these guys do, uh, which makes KP's importance that much stronger. But you know, like everyone says, what's the greatest ability? Availability. Availability. Yep. <laughs> And Corey said, why is Luca not in your MVP discussion? Uh, for me, you know what Embiid is doing. You know what Jokic is doing. Curry, pretty much, you know, numbers-wise, he's, he's doing the same thing as Luca. It's just something. I think it's the, the efficiency. Everybody looks at Luca. Yes, Luca does. And, and you ever notice, right? Nobody ever talks about how inconsistent he is because I've seen a lot of games that he's played. Mm-hmm. And he's not the most consistent player at all. Like, he takes a lot of hardened shots, but they don't go in. You know, his step back. And to me, I just – like I said, he's right outside. I'm not saying he's – I'm not saying he's an afterthought. He's just right on the outside looking in. I just feel that he just – he's not – he looks like an MVP guy, but he's really not. You know, yeah, he made the big shots and stuff, but I'm going to be the devil's advocate. There are guys out there that deserve it more. Is this team a top team in the league? Well, I mean, so that's the same thing with Curry. Same thing. That's why I said they're right They're right there. That's why I said I can't put Curry – I can put him in five, but he's going to be that lower tier. So it kind of – I don't know. It's just weird. It's just I just can't do it at the moment. I mean, if I'm using the same logic as I'm using for Curry and, and, and Westbrook, Westbrook yeah. and Randall, I would put Luca in, in that conversation. Uh, as I said, outside. Well, I didn't even put Randall in there. Yeah, well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, considering all the preseason hype uh, that was surrounding them, that's maybe that maybe that's why um, I a lot of people are, keep, are keeping him out. Mm-hmm. But the numbers, you can't argue with numbers. The triple-doubles are obviously there. The game-winning shots are obviously there. So that's mm-hmm. MVP caliber. If you put James Harden, who was in that conversation before, you have to put Luka. Does he win it? No, but considering the preseason, uh, uh, where he was in the preseason compared to now, it's not his fault. No, it's his team. Uh, I... I can't put him above Chris Paul and I can't put him nope. above, you know, he's played every game. So I could, I could put him above Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Curry. Yeah. It, it's really. Luca and Curry are probably on the same level to me. That, and that's what I said. It's, it's kind of, it's a, they're both right there. Yeah. Luca's always going to be in the conversation. I mean, He's in the conversation, but if you give me a list, he's going to be in the inside, you know, outside looking in. That's just yeah. – and, it, and it's, it's minimal. It's minimal. I, uh, and I, I might put Lillard in, in there above Luka, but it, it's really kind of like splitting hairs. And I love Luka. Don't get me wrong. I, yeah. I love that dude, how he plays. I mean, he just – it's just team makes him look bad. And it really does. They don't, they don't do enough for him. Yeah, it, it it's really like like you say, you have to be Superman, and you know what you know what else might play into it, the whining from Luca. 
It, yeah, he does. He does whine a lot, which is surprising because he didn't seem like a dude that uh, you know, whine too much. But he does whine to the refs a lot. Well, he doesn't get a lot of calls. He he initiates a lot of contact, and I don't. He doesn't get a lot of calls. Yeah, it, it it's definitely interesting. And, and we mentioned Portland before, and Lillard. Uh, they're starting to slip a little bit. Their inconsistent mm-hmm. play. Lillard just came back himself. McCollum is in there. Uh, he came back. Nurkic is back. But th- there's something about Portland right now that's just missing. Uh, they're losing a lot of close games. Mm-hmm. Right now, they're in the seventh spot. Uh, Covington and, and, and they made the trade for Norman Powell. Where do you see Portland? What do you think Portland is missing? Mm. More defense? A defensive like stopper? <laughs> I mean, yeah. they, they can score. I mean, they, they, that's a no-brainer. They can definitely put the ball in the basket, but if you can't stop anybody, that, that's going to really hinder your chances of going anywhere. And, you know, who, who do they have at center? Is Nurkic back? Yeah, Nurkic is back. Okay, so he, he's not a defensive guy, so what? you're not really getting anything out of him on that end. Yeah. Yeah, neither. Yeah, neither is Cantor as well. But Bowman um, is missing a lot of. Uh, I don't know if it's grit, mm-hmm. but they're definitely an inconsistent bunch. They 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 go on scoring runs, but having like you say, having the ability to stop someone is, is kind mm-hmm. of their their downfall. Losing um, some close games at Denver and Memphis. So, in in a one game scenario. Lillard is always, you know, he has that game-winning mentality on his resume, uh, all the big shots he has. But mm. uh, they, they've definitely been an interesting team to watch as we come down the home stretch. Um, maybe to get more out of Cantor, get more out of Carmelo, mm-hmm. uh, get get some more consistency as they try to uh, solidify that the sixth seed as a battle with Dallas and the Lakers. You know, Lakers are going to be yeah, – let's get to the Lakers, though. They're going to be really – and they're another one that you just – you don't want to play. Mm-hmm. You know when LeBron or AD gets back, it's going to be a problem. Because they've been, they've been hanging in there, actually. <laughs> you really look at it. It's – you know, Kuzma has been not too – he's been decent. Uh, I don't know what the hell the Horton Tucker, whatever the hell his name is. I don't know about him. Drummond, Drummond has played uh, a bit better. He's starting to score the ball a bit more. Mm-hmm. Now with AD's back, he's played 15 minutes the other night. So mm-hmm. they try to get AD going for the uh, home stretch, maybe get him going and uh, mm-hmm. move up in the standings. But, yeah, the Lakers are, like you say, the one team you don't want to play in that scenario. Does Drummond look out of shape to you? Yeah. He does. I, it's weird. I, I'm looking at him. He's going off the court the other day. I'm just like, what the hell happened? But, yeah, the West is, is, is real interesting because there's so many – just like both, both conferences, there's so many ways and so many spots up you can move because everything is so close, like one and two games here. So we don't know what it's going to look like in a week, man, because so many things can change. So much can change. Yeah, I, I think that two weeks – Two, not, uh, three weeks to a month that Drummond missed really hurt him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there was always questions about his, you know, work ethic and drive and whatnot. So 
I mean, not to say that Drummond was, you know, lazy, but he definitely was out of rotation in Cleveland until they had a buyout for him. So maybe it's just a time off that he hasn't got his conditioning back. So it, it, it's it's a lot. And then he hurt his toe. So, mm-hmm. yeah, but they're gonna absolutely need Drummond uh, to to bang with the Gobert's and the uh, DeAndre Aytons in order mm-hmm. to in order for them to succeed. Absolutely. Yeah, they, he wanted to be there. He wanted to be in LA. I mean, yeah. you gotta put you gotta put that work in, man. A lot of players always go, oh, yeah, yeah, let's get to work. Let's do that. And they're just shit when they get there. <laughs> Facts. Uh, oh, oh, we have in the comment section, Donovan Mitchell MVP thoughts. He's in the con- he's another one in the conversation because Utah's been playing so good. Yeah. You can put any guy you want in the conversation. So, you know, like I said, Luca's going to be up there. Mitchell's going to be up there. There's, yeah, he's definitely in there. He's, he was the main, one of the main, if not the main reason, Utah has been up there. That whole team can, they fill it up, man. And with Gerbert leading the pack, well, leading the defense. I mean, yeah, definitely. Plus, he's playing more efficient this year too. So yes, it's definitely good to see. Um, if looking now at it, uh, Mitchell and Paul are probably in the same boat. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, now this injury kind of hurts him a bit, and you can't discount his credit. A uh, eleven game winning streak. Mm-hmm. I hell, it might have been more if my memory serves correct, but. Uh, I'd probably put Mitchell third. You know what? Yeah, no. I put Mitchell fourth. Okay. I probably put Chris Paul third. Okay. Joker and B. Chris Paul. Okay. That's uh, fair. Mitchell, only because the time hurt him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If all, all things considered equal, uh, I, I'd have Mitchell third. Okay. Okay. So who's rounding it out? Mm. Mitchell three, Chris Paul four. There's so many guys you can slide in that point. Yeah, I... it, it, it's a toss up. You know what? I probably put Randall five. I like it. Only because like he has he hasn't missed time. I like it. See, I was I wasn't trying to be a homer. I yeah. wasn't. In the back of my mind, I'm going, yeah, damn right, Randall won the top three. See our team. And, By the way, yeah, what's up? Twenty points and um, yeah, four made threes in the first half. Jesus yes. Christ! We're, we're losing though. Eighty to seventy-nine in the third. Well, we got a yeah, we got a we got a close one out at the uh, MSG. Mm-hmm. And like I said, Toronto's not going out without a fight. So credit to them and credit to the Knicks for staying in it because mm-hmm. this is not you know a, a feel-good story. This is a uh, contending team, top four team, so it's just no fluke. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Gosh, this is fun. It 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 damn sure is, man. <laughs> it, it, it's good to have some some competitive basketball in New York. Uh, you know, take your mind off the uh, shitty Yankees. So. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Speaking of the Yankees, catch Donk City, <laughs> Henry Bernardo oh, Jr., Vince Mercandetti, Monday night over in baseball, like 7 o'clock Eastern. Uh, they'll have their thoughts on the Yankees' ability or inability to connect on fastballs and Corey Cooper. <laughs> Those guys do an awesome job, man. Catch those guys Monday nights, 7 p.m. Eastern, baseball life. Yeah, those guys are good. Those are my guys, man. They always bring some good programming, man. They make it, they make it fun. Yeah, they they do, man. Um, what wasn't so fun? A uh, bit of a, you know, crazy topic. We've gone through some really tough times over here in in, in America, and if you have been watching the news, obviously the uh, uh, Derek Chauvin trial mm-hmm. finally came to a head. Um, finally made a decision, and uh, many of the NBA and WNBA teams, hell, all sports really made a statement on it. Um, you know, showing support or justice in, in that instance uh, to the decision made. Um, you know, my my thoughts on it. Uh, you know, I, yes, it, it's a victory. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, more has to be done. I I do know that there was a a, a large uh, statement, a lot of statements made during the summer, mm-hmm. uh, all throughout the bubble. Uh, we saw with the Black Lives Matter and movement and. Uh, things to that effect. It, all, all I'm asking for is continued support, commitment from these teams and players to show that the message is not being lost, and hopefully, uh, you know, just some honest change to be made, mm-hmm. and to show that you know this is not just a uh, a, a one-time decision because we we've seen this episode before yep and you know just you know continue support continue su- commitment and you know just you know just to, to keep the train moving and, and and have it uh have a continued effort you know absolutely not about yeah. It's it's nice to get that victory, but it's all about what you do after that victory to uphold what's right. Actually, as, as we've seen it too many times. I'm gonna reiterate it. We've seen it too many times. We oh yeah, things are changing. Blah blah blah. People say oh yeah, racism. Oh yeah, we change. Yeah, racism has changed, but you know we want to obliterate it. I mean, get it out of here completely. And. Yeah, you know, I didn't celebrate too much because everybody's just like, "Oh, Jacob, what do you think about it?" I was like, "Yeah, it's it's nice. I'm I'm okay with it." And say, "Oh, I'm happy, yay, jumping in the streets." No, because it's it'll happen again, and that's that's my major thing. You know, nothing you've ever done about it. We all know it's gonna happen again, but let's see. Getting there, you know, how it's gonna be taken care of. You right. Know, I'll, swift movement. I'd rather look at it. a victory is getting a swift movement for pretty much a guy, you know, murdering somebody right on camera. You know, it took yeah. how long? I mean, if it was me or you, let's keep it real, we would have been probably tried, persecuted, sent off to Rikers or wherever the hell else it is. I mean, but hopefully it changes. Yeah. 
Yeah, and and that's you know that's really all we're always being asked is uh, continue change. Um, every team made their statement. Uh, continue to proclaim that statement and and make it known that it's not you know okay to be racist of of any uh, creed because we've seen all now the uh, Asian community going through their struggle and it, it's just uh, a, an awful time here just to have these teams uh, in the community showing their support you know, just uh, claim change you know, that's more that's all we really ask mm-hmm. um it really sucks. Terrence Clark is, yeah, is uh, lost his life um, uh, car accident. Kentucky product, uh, native of Boston, mm-hmm. uh, lost his life in a car crash. He was only nineteen. Kind of sucks. That's the clear too. That's the clear. Your life is life is legitimately about to change, and you, you never know. Did they just say? Well, they just act. Just uh. Accident, just yeah, yeah. I saw the video. It so it, it was car making a left turn, his mm. car clipped coming straight on. Mm. So it, it was a car making a left turn, his car was here, it must mm. it clipped straight into a pole. Mm. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was rough to watch. Wow, yeah, I, I don't know if I watched that one. No, nah, you. <sighs> I I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest I I just happened to come across in it. Mm-hmm. Hey, shit, and, and uh, mother was by his side, which oh god, big, yeah, big big downer there. But uh, city of Boston made their uh, paid tribute to him. Mm-hmm. The Red Sox had a their billboard up for yeah, Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, Celtics did, did something nice for him as well. It, it's just. It's rough to watch, man. Yeah, that's 19. That's too young, man. Got too much ahead of you. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And Scotty Pippen's son, that's... Yeah, that's... Like, what? That's, that's crazy, man. You never want to bury your child. You're not... Just no parents should have to bury their child at all. No. Nah. No. And... Damn. Yeah. And what's that? Yeah, yeah. shit going around. Yeah, man, we we gotta uh, it, it, shout out to uh, Scotty Pippen and uh, send condolences to his family. And mm-hmm. it, it just nobody, like you said, nobody wants to bury their child. It's and I think he's been holding on to it for he was holding he held on to it for a bit. So it's mm. it's rough, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. Damn, prayers definitely go out to him and his family. Yeah. Um, it's it's a, it's a rough go there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're in the home stretch of the NBA season. Uh, a lot of injuries. If you're in your fantasy playoffs, you're competing for that championship. Uh, I, I again, I'm going to toot my own horn. I'm doing <laughs> well. Uh, if you listen to me. You also will be probably doing very well. So, um, <laughs> some some more pointers. You you got uh, if you have Mo Bamba, he's again might be out there for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know Cole Anthony might be out there. 
Deontay Murray. Yep, Murray. Covington. Uh, oh, yeah. So, uh, you, you're looking for guys who are on some bad teams, looking maybe to get some run. You know, mm-hmm. RJ Hampton, your Cole Anthony's. You got one. For you Syracuse fans out there, O'Shea Brissett. Mm-hmm. Pacers gave him a shot, and he broke out with 13 and 12. Uh, shit. <laughs> I, I'm just saying, you just get out there and get these guys. You know, don't make that same mistake I did because, you know, Kawhi wanted to go on low – Kawhi and KD had wanted to go on low management. I'm supposed to be up there, but what can you do? Injuries, low management, just – couldn't bounce back from it, but it's all good. But definitely, and he got a three-year deal out of it. Look at him go. See, 10-day contracts, you never know what they can turn into, people. Yeah, a- a- absolutely, man. Uh, yeah. So, this is uh, some good stuff here, man. Uh, Corey Richmond, thank you in the comments. Again, catch the Workshop Wrestling Podcast uh, Thursday nights. Over in Wrestling Life, uh, I think they were talking about AEW uh, Blood and Guts, right? Mm-hmm. On May 5th. I want to catch that. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Maybe I'll check it out. You know, We'll see. Yeah, that definitely sounds good. Uh, again, catch all our uh, other shows in the Life Group Podcast Network. You can catch us on uh, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor, Apple, iHeartRadio, uh, Dong City, The Audible. Ourselves will be back on Friday night. Uh, Nick might pick up another five wins by then. So goddamn right. Um, and the Total Basis podcast there as well. So tomorrow uh, at three. Oh, tomorrow at three. Okay. Yeah, they flip us at three. I'm on. I'm on a four game winning streak in our league. So. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, you. Yeah, you got me, man. I messy to put it together. They they effing up. <laughs> Why does the scoring position be killing me? Yeah. Hey. Giving the Cubs some hope. I don't know what's going uh, on. I don't know either, man. Like we never play well at Wrigley, you know. Cubs fans don't don't toot your horn too much. I mean it's you got us at the right time, just say it like that. I mean, now you know the Mets and the Nationals going at it. I don't think Leon give a shit, actually. He got that championship hangover, he's like, I don't give a fuck. I saw my shit. Yeah. Yeah, I'll care I, about it. Maybe when the season gets a little bit running. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 April. Uh, Eric Freddy last night. I'm. I'm. I'm that is trash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, I counted that. I counted that the Grime game as an L. So I'm, I'm not even worried. <laughs> well, what's going on with Soto though? Let's do a little crossover. What's going on? With him? Uh, strange shoulder. You know, from carrying a team. So <laughs> he's he's on an IL. <laughs> Ah oh, man, I thought it was from that shuffle a little bit. Oh uh, yeah, all right, all right, all right. Guy strikes off fifteen, you know. Hell yeah, but two my fucking hole. You goddamn <laughs> right. What the fuck you mean? Best pitch on the fucking planet. The fuck a Shane Bieber. Fuck a Garrett Cole. What the fuck y'all crazy? Jake, motherfucker. And his name is Jake. Shit. Come on, yeah. man. That's it. That's all. That's all you need. Jake in your life. Oh man, that <laughs> Cole Bieber matchup. It's oh also, yeah, uh, today they'll cover it again on Monday. I'm watching uh, that Dong City. So that's gonna be some good stuff. We'll be back here Friday night. Uh, you know, again, that's Nick sure. might pick up some more wins, and I'll they're, take up, it. they're up five right now. So we'll take another one. We'll take another one. Maybe I'll wear the RJ 
for non wins. You know, hit the music. We all, you know, hit the music. You all see it every time they get a win. We have some more next tape. Just hit the music. Oh man, that's up. <laughs> but uh, this is some good stuff. Thank you guys for tuning in, and absolutely. Uh, you know, we'll see you next week. Oh, also, shout out by the way to uh, uh, Black Rob and Wow Rob G, man. Yeah. That that's man. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, I know. I mean, do a little, do a little woe. I mean. For him, and you know, it's your chance to do the Humpty Hump to remember, you know, shock by and damn, it's crazy. All the childhood guys, man, they they going dropping like flowers. Yeah, man, uh, you know, do the Humpty dance, your chance yeah, to do the Humpty Hump. Yeah, yeah, baby. Yeah, I mean, you know, I do the slide, you know, Humpty dance, steps aside like your leg is broken, all that, yeah. and finger near like whoa i mean damn it's, it's crazy it, it it's a it's a rough go 2021 is, isn't isn't much better nah not at all like my brother here said you know check out all, all the podcasts you know just thank you for tuning in guys you guys like family like podcast group keep doing your things you're doing a great job everybody bring this content to you whether you like it or not we get down to business you ain't got no time to play around. What is this? Uh, <laughs> nah, seriously. Uh, just thank you for tuning in, and you know the rest. Catch you next week, man. Till then, ball out. <laughs>